Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that, Jack. On the what up, what up, what up, what up San Antonio, Corpus, Rado, Austin, Del Rio, people of Atala, people of the Shad City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey. Rudy yes, sir. Sam, spinning the one and twos, your number 736 we are broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. 736-9760 is your number to participate. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, let's see. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So um, today we're finally, we've got draft week um, this week. Um, you know, you goes ready? Down Thursday. Are you ready for that? Yeah, it goes down Thursday, so a lot of stuff has come out over the weekend in regards to possible trade rumors, teams possibly moving up. Uh, you know, Wonderlick scores. That we still do like that? that. Yeah. Um, two is the one that's been the culprit or not? They, I mean, and you don't know what to believe because the first one came out said he scored. Very low, like a three or five. And then the next one that came out 24 hours later, corrected, was like a 13. So uh, to me, I think that I don't really know what to believe too much. I know Richard gave his opinion why people struggle in the Wonderlick test, but I don't know in the detail what he said. Um, also, uh, what else we got? Uh, we've got um, still um, baseball. Um, you know, over the weekend, and continuing to hear that, uh, you know, most likely uh, their plans, uh, if they're going to start their season, What's the is going to be centered around most likely the um, Arizona proposal type of deal um, and Arizona some type proposal. of oh, – they that, all that we're sticking with that? Migrate to a, a closed location. Uh, if it's going to happen, that's what they're centered. Um Friday, after we talked about it on Friday, the sure Friday evening, uh, Adam Silver had another phone conference, said, hey, uh, no decisions right now. There's nothing to go ahead and talk about. Yeah, see, uh, get off his back. No. I, as, as, far his as, back. as far as I'm concerned, I have a strong feeling, and I believe that this has a lot to do with uh, – with the financial parts of the players' contracts. And if they do come, I think the owners are wanting them uh, to take – because it's the same thing kind of here what you hear in baseball, and I think NBA, because I think these some of these owners want them to take some reductions if they're going to uh, resume the season. 
And I think that has a lot to do why they're not even really making it public on really what the options are going to be if they do yeah. continue in that way. I think the owners are, because you look at baseball, I think the owners as well, they're talking about, look, man, we're uh, that's no concession stand money. That's no merchandise money. That's no beer money. Uh, so we're playing in front of nobody. So uh, let's try to look at some of the pay cuts we're probably going to take. And I think that's what's holding this thing up without even saying, hey, there's no need to rush to anything now. Um, to be this late involved into it and not really have a plan. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, what else we got going on? Um, of course, speaking of NBA, we finally had the uh, documentary of The Last Dance that premiered yesterday evening. The Last Dance. Yeah. Why didn't they play one that? And two. Why wouldn't they play that? I didn't have the rights to go in and play. Yeah, you know what? Um, You're right. Yeah, that's probably why. But, uh, yeah, definitely giving thoughts on that. Um, yeah, we'll get to it. What else we got here going on? Um, there was something else. Nothing. Just about. I mean, it's draft week. Just really, just a bunch of rumors uh, circulating. I mean, you hear the Forty ers oh. I mean, they're talking about possibly willing to trade the thirteenth and the twentieth pick. Yeah, they have two I first think. round picks, right? Uh, that would be something to get more picks in the second and the third, which I don't think they have that too many picks in the second, and third. So I think they're trying to get more. Picks if that's possible. We're gonna did you see? Um, I wonder how Salami's feeling. Did you see Louisville Slugger closed its factories? They've been operating since the 1800s. I didn't catch that. They yeah. closed for good. I don't know. I don't know if it's for good, but they closed their factories hmm. as of right now. And like I said, I know that's a probably be a big deal for Salami. Well, Louisville been, Slugger since the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. The original bat makers there. Um, also, what else we got? Uh, <sighs> COVID-19. You're telling me Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Well, he was on, I don't know, I guess Aaron's bored because he was back on with uh, A.J. Hawk. Uh, make sure I get his quotes right. I'll find it here in a second. Yes, he said, um, was it? Yeah, A.J. Hawk's podcast. He said, one thing I haven't done or will not do is be one of those celebs telling you how difficult it is or stay in your home or stay in your home stuff from my mansion. I just think that's kind of falls on deaf ears. What do I know? He said, what I do know is that my friends who are small business owners are really hurting. There's real people hurting, so I'm not going to sit here in my privilege and tell people from my ivory tower to do this or that. I will say let's be smart about what we're doing and what we're seeing. Aaron just airs to a and that a good. Ass. I think. What do you mean? Ain't that a good dude? The I, whole point. The quote? whole point of PSAs announcements to celebrities is basically to try to take those people, which there's a lot of them. You can see people uh, protesting in our state capital, people up in Michigan. A, a lot of people to really the celebrity aspect to make sure that those people that they follow or or think of highly of a guy like Aaron Rodgers to get the message home that it's well, serious I, and to I stay think home. I, I took Not really. It, I took it as. How am I going to tell you to stay home when I have millions and my quarantine setup is the best in the world? Why am I going to tell somebody that may want to take a chance and go to work and tell you to stay home? That's how I took it. Like when he, because he brought up small businesses and things like that. So if some of those people are taking chances, leaving their homes to go to work, he said, How am I going to tell you not to do that 
when I'm sitting here in the ivory tower. That's I how think I it's took I, that. that's fine if you take it that way. I feel like that's credible if it's a situation where if it's going to be like, what are y'all complaining for? Stay at home to stay alive. Maybe that, but to stay home is still the message is right now where we're under. Uh, I know there's phases that's been rolled out, but I told y'all weeks ago we're entering that cat, uh, that territory where the the unrest of the uh, civilians that are out there uh, protesting by the thousands. That's it coming down to where they just want to protest. Okay, look, I understand the economy. Like I said, the whole sports world is shut down, so it's it's affected me personally, affected us and our business. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're still kind of. Uh, I know it's been right about 30 days since they've had a lot of these stay at home orders. A little bit basically a few days past 30 days but it's still the stages that we're in and there's hundreds of people millions of people globally that has died i just think that's one of those that's just aaron Rodgers being there i mean to me i think it's the reason why that they do because i know you said well, why are we a celebrity uh covid19 watch i think it's just to show that hey anybody can get it it's not an economic thing uh for some areas of it i mean it, it's you know I just Aaron's tone is just one of those that, uh, like I said, I don't know if he's bored, but Aaron has just turned into a very brass uh, individual over the years, uh, you know, per se. Um, yeah, I, I, I felt I mean, him. I felt him. But I, I, I mean, with the, his credit report, you know, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, this is a guy that basically didn't talk to his mother for years or a year or so. They're trying to steal money. Not steal money from him, but they kept asking him for money. I I have all the respect for Aaron Rodgers on the field, but like I said, his last few years and really pretty much after that contract, he's changed as an individual that's smelling himself. But he forgot (laughs) he was the guy that was turning two or three shades pale when he was sitting in the green room coming out of Cal when nobody was driving. They just showed that footage the other day on ESPN getting ready for the draft. You know, um, come on, Aaron. You know, so but, are guys getting their 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 cameras set up for Thursday. Yeah, they have. Everybody and got the their NFL stuff actually up. has a video. Everybody got their Wi-Fi at the highest it can be. Well, we'll see. I think you can upgrade I, your Wi-Fi I, I, for I think free there's during no, this troubling time. I mean, and if I, that's a glimpse of where I know Roger Goodell did an interview on NFL Network, and I, if that's the basement, it's not probably what you're gonna think of because I'm like, if that's the basement, damn, Roger. Like that just seems like that's that just seems like a regular damn basement you'd have a draft in. Like unless he's just trying to, (laughs) and he's probably thinking like I'm just gonna use somebody else because people like probably toned it down. He's not gonna he's not gonna come to you from a plush five thousand foot basement thirty TV. He ain't gonna he has he's not that tone deaf. Well, I I, again I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like I remember when everybody got mad at the dude for quarantining from his yacht. Like yo. If you got money, like, well, I can't be mad at you because yeah. you got money. Like, that, it is what it is. But they've got as far the as the commissioner, they ain't gonna, they, he ain't gonna come to you plush from his man cave, you know, with two, with, you know, five, six TVs. No, he's not gonna do that. Well, you know, I paid attention to maybe about a minute, two minutes of the WNBA draft on how they did it. I mean, it's gonna be similar. A lot of that stuff was. Uh, video conferenced in, um, you know, I, I just again, I have expectations. I know, I know it's under uh, certain circumstances, but I do have expectations for the NFL to make pull this off as being as professionally as done as we can. But I doubt it very seriously. We're going to go through, especially the first two rounds of this thing without any glitches, without anything. I think also I've heard that they're going to allow a little bit more time because you know it is what it is in case something like that mal- malfunctions. You know, because you only had half the GMs, a majority of the GMs complaining about, we need more time. 
Give us so uh, the Pittsburgh Jim. Give us three we'll next some, rounds. So we'll have some malfunctions. I'm sure we will. Yeah, with the internet, I just it, it just needs to come off as, as professionally as it can under the circumstances. But yeah, they NFL is already running a commercial with the guys getting their packages through the mail with their camera setups and everything. At least the top guys uh, that are gonna go uh, that's gonna go down. I just worry about as long as you know, as long as the teams like as far as like getting a certain guy on television. That, you know, hey, you know, things happen. You still drafted. I'm more concerned with, you know, teams making sure they're getting their picks in and stuff like that. No, you know, that that to me is more important. I mean, if guy get drafted and doesn't come out on TV, he'll live. But uh, yeah. just making sure to play, that the teams can get their picks in on time. Well, you know, we're going to find out who's been prepared and who's not. You know, and it's going to get even more crazy for the undrafted uh, signings. I don't know how they're going to manage that or, you know, how they're going to do that. That's probably more hard, I think, than actually the draft itself yeah. once it's done. So 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll get back. Uh, we'll recap a little bit of Episode 1 and 2 of The Last Dance that premiered last night on the network. You listen to the Sports Crowd broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, all right, so uh, last night, episode one and two. What'd you think? What'd you think? I mean, I thought it. I, I mean, I Not thought what the you first. Think, yeah, yeah. What? Like, you know, what was your overall breakdown of it? Uh, first off, shout out to David Aldridge. Got a lot of run in there. Um, he's uh, was only you know if you just listen to the show. He was early on a part of our whole movement. He was on our demo uh tape uh cd i guess you would say back then so yeah, aldridge was a, is a big part of for at least episodes one and uh two uh takeaways is kind of what I, uh, on friday you know i said that i felt don't that it seem like one everybody the, covered him how many people actually traveled not traveled with them but like mm-hmm. how many people went city to city with michael jordan because there's I, I can't count how many guys I've heard on TV and radio that said, I covered that team, I covered that team, I covered that team. I'm like, damn, how many media credentials was each NBA team having to give I out think, when Mike came to town? I, I think really, man, Wilmot said it best. I mean, you got to think, it, I mean, it was the, uh, the the Babe Ruth situation, Muhammad Ali, and then there was Jordan, uh, you know, in that, in that time. Uh, on Friday, I said that the one thing that uh, – the one thing that I look to look forward to in this whole thing is really to get more detailed information about the crowd situation. But Friday, I just said that, you know, what I can remember um, is the fact of the way the guy was around the game of basketball on the court, the way he played and off the court. It was is everything about him was just poetry. It was like a Picasso, man. He was detailed. Uh, My gosh. You know. 
It was, man. I, there's a, that, that's the reason no, why some things I get, some things I might be guilty of prison the moment or whatever with, you know, when somebody new phenomenon comes along and other sports, whatever. But the greats, especially like MJ, I haven't seen anything like it. Uh, um, it's, it's one of those with the expectations. Um, and also what I took from it, too, is um, – you know, Phil Jackson, I mean, Phil is is just for for example, you know, um, you know, Scottie Pippen probably hasn't got his just due um, that he's deserved. Uh, but just for example, the Scottie Pippen situation. It's and so this is really what se- this is what really sets Phil Jackson apart, even from the guy down here on East Houston. Oh my God, I knew this was coming. <laughs> well, it's the truth. No, no, though. I knew it was coming. Yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. It, this Go ahead. is what sets him separate from the guy on East Houston. Is when he knows there's a problem between the front office and Scottie Pippen in this, but he makes sure that there's only really one voice and second if Mike's voice. About handling that situation, how to handling it, to embrace it. Mike said he was selfish. Mike Mike took a Tony Parker shot. Right. Tony Parker ain't Mike, but but go ahead. Phil is the guy that know like, this is the reality. That's just the one thing to take from it. One thing that I will say is that. um, But but the difference between Scotty and Kawhi is Kawhi didn't want to be here. Scotty wanted to be a bull, but he just wanted his money. But I think Kawhi didn't want to be here for certain reasons because he well, wasn't. Have to go down there. I understand that. I like like yeah. there. There's a part of it that the Kawhi was rushed into his decision by the way the things were ran in the organization or with the lack of. That's what I'm going to stick to that. And I just think that that showed me that uh, from a Phil standpoint. And I'm not a big Phil Jackson guy. I'm not a huge Phil Jackson guy. Uh, but that that shows you just really the behind the scenes. The one thing I was looking forward to going through, and they kind of got into it early, was just really I knew publicly, like I remember that that interview or that time at shoot around or whatever it was uh, when Jordan looked up to the front office when they asked him early on and pre said, "Hey, what's going to be the biggest challenge to y'all this year?" And he glanced he up, at, up the at the front, front office. office. I remember but Krause that. Is not, Krause passed away. Yeah, right? Krause He's is not okay. long, long, long living, uh, but. I, so but let's they, make sure, but the I'm public, not talking about you. I'm just talking about like we got to remember the, that the the public uh, jabs here and there. I I remember, but what I did not know and what they detailed was the fact of just like in your face around behind closed doors, the jokes in regards to like, hey, they had a pill for that weight. Yeah, uh, they got that. You know, the one I, Chicago guy that covered them. Um, you know, he was on the Scott Ben Pelt show afterwards. He said one thing they were talking about. They had a word for Kraus. They called him crumbs because he always had crumbs like on his <laughs> shirt from where they did. So they, the, yeah. the disrespect and the hatred, because you got to think Kraus stood for everything that Jordan really wasn't that he thought he wasn't. Jordan didn't like In the fact that he said organizations build teams. And due to the fact that he felt like, you know, in that Integral part is where, you know, coming off that foot injury is the fact of like even back then knowing like, yo, are we really trying to worry about our lottery draft choice or are we really trying to win at all costs and win the games? I like the interaction between, um, you know, was it was it Doug Mo? I think it uh, Doug Mo. or who was it that it, that the whole thing was like, yo, if you go past 15 minutes, I'm losing my job on the yeah, on the one where you want to yeah. go. Stan Arbach, yes, yeah, former Spur coach. I think he spent some time down here in the silver and black way back in the day. Uh, but no, um, did you see that record they got in with the eighth seed? 
It was it was below. It was like thirty and fifty two, wasn't it? Dead on thirty and fifty two. They were thirty and fifty two and were the eighth seed. We be talking. And that same year, the mm-hmm. Celtics had won thirty one straight home games. Yeah. So wow. they had more straight. They had more consecutive home wins than the, the Bulls, Bulls had total. total. Yeah, mm-hmm. thirty and fifty two, and they got in. Um, that's insane. Um, yeah, you don't really see. Guys going at GMs like that, like you, might, I mean, you make guys. They try to keep that stuff out of the media nowadays. They're like, "Oh, we're fine, we're fine." Like for them to, you know, for Mike to glance up there mm-hmm. at that office, but you know, we we saw the same thing happen with Jerry and Jimmy, except that one really broke up. You know that the whole ego is a crazy thing, man. I mean, Kraus did deserve some credit. No, I he mean he put he, he he put this team he put the teams together. He did deserve some credit, but, but to, I like Ron. But to want to blow it up because you're not getting your credit is insane. Uh, but I like the Ronsdorf thing. It was like the little man syndrome, you know, that Kraus kind of had in that whole. But why Ronsdorf signed off on it? He signed never, off on one. He just, I mean, I'm saying he let him. He let him do his. He let him be that way. He, he let him be that. He gave him enough leash. But when it came too much, like no man, you're not. You're not trading Scotty. Like <laughs> Ronsdorf was. Yeah, he let him go because he wanted him. He's the one when right. they touched on it. Like, hey, other guy, other GMs, and also don't touch this guy. Stay away from him. He has. A, he has a way to be toxic around others. That was coming from the baseball side. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. That that he was from. But when it came down to like, hey, protecting the fact that we're gonna try to go for this number six, he let him do just because I think he gave he I think he knew what Krauss was fighting against. I think he knows what he was missing, what he was what was killing his ego, the fact of it is like, look, this was the Beatles, this was the Jackson Five, right. and you were just like you were the producer. Well, you were the Got to set up the curtains. But I mean, now for the concert. I mean, for Tracy McGrady to say, "Hey, I was on my way to Chicago for Scottie Pippen." This is '96 or '97. One that gives you a star going forward. T Mac's a Hall of Famer, but I guess my question to you is: With T Mac being that young at that time, you know, frail kid still at the time, are they? Do they still three peat? Probably no. That without Pip. And the one thing they Not touched on Pip. that I never really realized too, and especially they if getting Mike, older doing it. Mike blew that up. Uh, and the thing about that is, is I would say no because, and it's true. Probably they didn't really, you know, talk about it. But the blessing in disguise for both Scotty and Mike was the time that Jordan went away to play baseball. Mm-hmm. And Scottie Pippen got to be the number one role guy at that time. Right. And if it weren't for some bad calls, maybe they go on to win to get in the finals that time or whatever. 
But then Jordan said, so that time apart, let them know they how much. It, and that's why it allowed Scotty to not overbowl to be like, yo, all this attention, Mike's getting getting all the commercial, this and that and that. Talk about the contract thing, because this is the thing I think everybody's blowing out of proportion, and we we're, we're, want to start a GoFundMe well, account seven, from Scotty. The the look, thirty years, look, thirty years, eighteen the, million. The, look, man, like every we all trying to start a GoFundMe fund for uh, GoFundMe page for Scotty Pippen today. What people don't realize too, uh, Mike, th- Mike, I, Mike wasn't Mike didn't have those big contracts all the time no, until the, the last, last three, few years. The last two three years. Okay, he got that's th- everybody's sacrificing the team now, Scotty. At the time, you know, ten years or what did he sign? Eight year deal. It was seven, seven years, eighteen million. But he wanted the security though, and he and Scotty just basically got with the wrong situation because in but all no, sports, I, from what I was reading, doing my research, his agent told him not to sign that. Okay, and Scotty went went ahead and did it anyway. Am I right on that, Sam? Yeah, his agent was like, and Are I you know, crazy? Um, can't see Rob messaged me, and I know that I went back and looked at it too because I was wondering who it was. You know who his agent was at the time, right? No, Jimmy Sexton, the guy that runs the Monopoly in college football Didn't right now. That. that was Scotty's agent at the time. But see, look, Scott, it goes on in all sports, even to today. Sometimes, is that the music? Yes. Okay, I'm going to hold that point until we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind 736 9760 broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Cry 736-9760, yeah. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios, Cowboy Casey, Rudy J. Yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah, yeah. one and twos. What I was going to say going to the break, it happens in sports today and even back then. Unfortunately, some athletes, get they play, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, some athletes, even the good ones, as Scotty was one of the best players to play, that you play for either an owner or an owner that has an empowered a GM that lives by the theory and the principles of a contract is a contract. And that's yes, what Krause was. Reinsdorf said it. He even said in the documentary. That's why he's like, I don't know if you should really sign that because he knew the guy, how the guy was, and he was probably Scotty was going to outplay that. And another thing is, is um, you know, I, there's two things. I don't think – I can't think of – there's not another coach – and another group of guys on what because I've said it on this show uh, many a times. To me, that's the best team assembled in my lifetime in the NBA. Mm, um, I really, I really think so collectively how they would because there's not a team or a group of guys that could sit there and handle at the height of the level that they were at and the run they were on for their coach to come in in camp and tell you, look, it is over after this. They're like knowing that the management don't want the team together and know that. And the one thing it highlighted that I totally forgot, but I kind of remember how it was covered, was how they struggled to come out of the gate on that season. Right. Because everybody was pushing the panic mode at that time. They were leading Sports Center with news every night because they started off 0 and 3, 0 and 4 on the road. Uh, and that, that was unheard of. Uh, but no, in my opinion, to be able to handle and finish the season that they had, and especially with Scotty deciding on, you know, kind of gave you a little glimpse of the whole Shaq thing. Like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna fix on company time. Right. 
Scotty said, I'm not ruining my summer, you know. <laughs> and again, not a big fan of him. What other coach you know, Phil going to sit there and say, did you have any ill will with Scotty? You know, no, I understood it. I understood where he was coming from. But but you have to also remember, this is it's them against the it's them against him though. So it's not like Phil's not going to rebel. Like Phil understands why Scotty doesn't like Krause. Yeah, Rudy, I get that. But what coaches are going to sit there? Because in a, in a way, you're really def- you're, you're hurting us. I'm, I understand what you're doing. And I'm going to back you. But at the end of the day, you're hurting us every night. You saw Phil going to kick a trash can and close the door because they asked, kept losing, they couldn't get a road win. Right. Um. But I think the the blatant disrespect into Krause's face that they had was something that I probably took away a lure from last night because I thought it was just the Jazz publicly didn't know basically how how bad it got. Because even Phil just said, hey, one time on the bus, we had to be like, yo, man, you got to chill out. Like, he just going in Krause. But put yourself in Scotty's says, like, dude, you don't want to pay me. You don't want to sit there. You, you're making it seem like I'm not that integral part of that. You know, they put the stats up, second in scoring, let most second in points, Everything. you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, but as far as the playoff runs, he would let he only thing he trailed Mike in was points. Everything else, he was the leader of the team. We're only two episodes in, but I think by the time we get finished the ten, you know, look, man, I, I just you know I, I like LeBron. I love LeBron. I've defended LeBron on this oh show God. for thirteen, Do we have fifteen. To even years. Bring him up. It's not close, man. And I and I'll tell Damn, you this: it's not I, close. I don't think it's close because I put LeBron in this situation. LeBron's gonna be like. If you want to say when it's all said and done, like the Drew Brees, the Peyton that's going to have, he, he could play 20 years and maybe he's got a shot at Kareem. He's an all time scorer, all that. But when it comes down to it, the way this guy did it, what they were up against, uh, you know, now maybe, you know, what Mike doesn't have to deal with, that Steve Kerr talked about it on Scott Van Pelt's show last night, is about you could take a break away from it, like being a superstar at that level. Now you can't, because Steve has been on both. Steve was on that team, and Steve said last night, like, look, I don't get the TV job. I don't get the Golden State Warriors head coach if it ain't for me being on that Bulls team. He he because he, he said wow. that's the yeah, that's the that. platform that goes that's so powerful. so so to me it's one of those situations like but Steve Kerr said now that he's been on both sides two different eras the social media era it's totally Makes different where you popular. can't get away from it like Mike could go play golf you could shut it down and you know when it was time to talk to Mar Rashad or whoever but now you're you're living under a microscope so maybe that's a little something that LeBron deals with. But and no. speaking of that, you know, we like to say, me personally, I, I said it a bunch of times, you know, these guys are really buddy-buddy, yet Mike's playing golf with Danny Ainge on a day off when they're playing each other in the playoffs. That was Jedi like, mind tricks there. No, nah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, right now, like, that's that's kind of what some of the um, LeBron people will say, mm-hmm. that, like, Mike got away with stuff that, like, LeBron could never in his life go play golf with Steph Curry. In the middle of a series, I love they would they would both get they would both I, get killed. I see for what that. you're saying, but at the end of the day, he wasn't playing with Larry Bird, Kevin. That was Danny. Playing with your I, opponent, I, Kyle. I like Danny. I, I get it. I, hey, I'm not poo pooing your tail. I get what you're saying. Bring us why I say it's got close. Let's go back to that footage in that game. Which game? Um, in the regular set, I think on the minute restriction where Mike early on in his career, where Mike has to step to the line to hit that free throw to go in overtime. LeBron's missing that early, early on in his career. career. Yes, he's he's missing that. He's missing that. I, I mean, even in the shot in Carolina, in regards to you know, th- you know that way, um, you know they they gave Roy Williams a little bit more run last night than I wanted him to. Either I way, know. I was like, with yeah. Roy, 
was like, all right, Roy, I guess so. Um, but no, man. When we get through episode ten, it's not close, man. The guy, the, I mean, the guy had the reason why Mike. It's a little more impressive. Not even comparing him to anybody. I'm just saying, like, Mike didn't really have anybody to lean on and to get advice from on what he was going through as a rock star. True. Good point. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron had he had Mike, he had Kobe, like, these new guys. Like, yeah, like, they have all these guys now, they have somebody that they can talk to. Like, Mike. Like you said, there was, you know, Babe Ruth. I don't think he could talk Babe to him. Babe Ruth and Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. And, it, and, I, and I don't even think they were on that on Mike's hey. level. So Mike had to navigate this. Like, even Tiger had Mike to rely yeah. on. You know what I mean? When Tiger hit the scene, he could call Mike like, hey, man, how do I deal with this? Mike just had to figure it out as he uh, that's went. That's a good point. I and agree he, and he handled it pretty well. I agree with that. Um, you know, the letter it shows, you know, to his mom that they kind of read at the beginning. You know, when they said stamps. That was back in the day you had to write somebody, you had to write your parents. There was no uh, a DM me a message, Facebook or FaceTime, and you had to ask, had to ask mom for stamps, you know, that he was back. But, Dean uh, wasn't paying Mike? No. No, I know. Dean was like, y'all, Mike, you can go. You go on to the pros. You're about to become bigger than me at this program. I think Get we learned a little bit more about his brother's side last night, too, that we didn't really, nothing's really been exposed. What do you exposed. mean by that? Just how how competitive his brothers were, how much they fought, yeah. and, re- and what his dad tried. And see, that's why I thought that Jordan could kind of handle some of Phil Jackson's coaching philosophies and Je- Jedi mind tricks he would play, because his dad kind of did that early on with the sons, right. uh, you know, in regards to that. Um, but no, man, I think by the time it, it, it gets going and look what magic and see, that's another thing. And I've heard them say that before, but magic and bird, like they knew, like magic said, we knew that he was coming, but he just needed the right, the right pieces. But then, you know, the whole thing with they bang on Krause a lot in there, but look at Krause looking at what he had to do a stomach, uh, you know, drop your sack and trade Oakley out of there, knowing that Oakley was tight with Jordan yeah. to go ahead and make that trade to get that. And yeah. even Mike said, Mike's like, hey, look, I was type of good with Oakley, but yet and still, that move right there helped us to go, uh, to keep going. But um, no, man, definitely a, a different time and I think different expectations uh, going on. But that one scene, I thought about just like, well, you know what? Because when they had the late David Stern in there mm-hmm. and it was ring ceremony mm-hmm. night, and just you could tell somebody's relationship by the way they communicate mm-hmm. when somebody's a you commissioner. And then Mike just sitting there just like, oh, yeah, we'll hug this. I was like, you know what? If Rudy's on to something, that would probably be like, hey, look, man. Because that, that looked like they had that type of relationship. Yeah, like they were really cool. I mean, don't get it twisted. Bird and Magic, you know, brought it off, brought NBF life support. Mike took it through the stratosphere. And once they, once they got out of the – once they got off life support, Mike took it to – David Stern owed him everything. So if it meant protecting him, he was going to protect him. Who wouldn't? And David said in the ring ceremony, like, we're witnessing one of the greatest teams as far as what I've been around. Like, hey, man. It was a cash you know? cow. But when you uh, really look at that team picture, it was, <laughs> it was that, that team looked terrible. When you, just, a, when you just look at the team picture, the team picture was horrible. What? But the way they played, man, and that's the thing. But uh, what about what about Paxson and that crucial shot he hit on just to get him in the playoffs? The one that he hit in that regular season, the one that Mike was no. on the point restrictions, and no going back, going looking forward ahead to forward in the one of the first three. Paxson and Kerr were clutch. Paxson and Kerr were clutch, man. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It's a local family-owned business, and customer service is their top priority. They'll treat you like family. If there's something that they don't have, they'll special order for you. Their first location is conveniently located on Petranco right outside 1604 across from the Walmart. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I think I know. What um, about his little Kobe moment, snitching on his, snitching on his teammates in their coke and weed party? He walked into the hotel room. I thought that was kind of lame. Telling the story now? I because mean, at that time, all he did was just yeah, say, hey, well, I'm going to do my thing. It's still kind of whack. Some things are left between the guys. Like, oh, like, first of all, like, all we have to do, you telling us it's your rookie year. All we got to do, you say, it's pretty much the whole team in there. This has got the coke, got the coke lines over here, got the weed over here, got the girls over here. I'm out. Like, dog, like, yeah. no, let me tell you something, man. There's statute of like, limitations to everything. Nobody needs don't, to hear don't, all don't that, tell Mike. Me, don't tell me no Kobe moment. Kobe <laughs> bro, bro, was trying to break up a happy home. Kobe tried. Kobe talked <laughs> about basically. Kobe talked about, like, he hey, spoke, man, Shaq he got about five out. groupies no, on the road. He just spoke out no. loud. He just spoke out loud. But anyways, I was like, come on, Mike. Something's better left untold. We don't need to know that. We don't need to know all that. But everybody was doing coke in that time in the 80s no, and stuff like Mike that. No, obviously Mike wasn't. Mike's like, all I'm thinking is bust down this door. I'm guilty. Like, man, well, then get out. Get out. Well, that's why we know those other guys ain't Mike that's on that team. A lot of Mike, I mean, yes, Mike had some genetics and some God-given talent, but a lot of stuff Mike worked his ass off to get to where get to where he is. Most of those guys that get to that level, I mean, not so necessarily the level of Jordan, what he was, no. does, but... Uh, yeah, stayed to himself. And the other thing, I, I, again, in today's game, not comparing them to anybody in today's game, when you go for 60 and you lose, nobody cares. Mike gets so much credit for that 63 against uh, Boston. He gets so much credit for that 63 uh, against Boston. All, look, only me? thing I remember, only thing I remember about that game is that they lost. Okay, did you see before they started talking about that, did you see that little picture frame that they took a glance at that bench? Oh, no, that roster was, Celtics, did you see that? Well, Calvin, did they you, were – Did you see that? Out, Calvin, they did were you see how many Hall of Famers – yes. Did you see that bench? Yes. And this is a young guy that's just out of – you're of all, right. his team was 30 and 52, so I know Mike's team was trash. But, yes, this was Bird Celtics. They were a dynasty. And a lot of people forget, I mean, that was 63, following up 49 he dropped. He was in there with one hand tied behind his back against that bo- that Boston team. <laughs> Hell yeah! That, and for one, I think there is some I'm credit. Just saying, like I know in today's game, okay, you know, we don't care if you get sixty three and you lost. In this game, we ain't got no birds and McHale's and Parrish, and there ain't no garden. That was the garden, man. Yeah, it was. That's a mystique. Yeah. Okay. Right, fresh off the forty nine too. Okay, it's not. I mean, it ain't like. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the Boston Garden. It ain't like the Alamo Dome. That was the garden. So I get it, but that's one of those. That was his, you knock it on the door. You knock it on the door. And, and that Larry, way. Larry said it was God dressed yeah. as Michael Jordan. And he still feels the same way 40-some <laughs> years later, 30-some years later. It's like, yeah, he goes, oh, I've never seen nothing like that. <clears throat> but um, 
Man, I love Dennis Johnson, though. Missed him. You used to like I like Dennis? Dennis Johnson. Yeah, Dennis. I used to like watching him play. But um, no, man, it's, it should be more interesting. I think episode three is supposed to focus on more Dennis. Yeah, this going to be um, the day because this one, Scotty was hurt and Dennis held it down. And this is also, you know, another notch for Michael because they, they had a great record when Scotty was out. And that's why Phil credits a lot of Dennis's Dennis hustle Dennis to kind of get that together. going. But they struggled to come out of the gate that season. I forgot about that until they touched on that last night. And it's just one of those things. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's it's one of those. And I and I still go back to even, like I said, doing that last, I think it was at the last 3P run. Which maybe one? their this fourth, fifth title, which one comes against that Suns team? Was it the fourth that or fifth one? That was the third. Because they played, they beat the Lakers 91, Portland 92. Yeah, Phoenix was the third title. Oh, the first three-peat. Yeah, so the first three-peat. Okay. Then he retired after they beat Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, that Phoenix team, that, man, that's one of those those teams. I know this whole thing with LeBron, whatever. He, he hasn't uh, – people say, well, who did Jordan the toughest place in the finals and the whatever. That right. Phoenix team, I'm sorry. That was one of the Don't best teams ever to come to Don't on that Portland team either. The Portland team had yeah. to go? Hell, Portland – you know, Portland is just one of those things like in today's NBA, they draft Mike. Like Portland was on some like, well, Mike's a two guard. Like this is when everybody had a specific position, a specific role. Right. Like it wasn't just the roll the ball out there and whoever is at the two or three, it really doesn't matter. Like Portland went with need over the be- over the best talent because like, oh, we have Clyde. We don't need Mike, so we'll go with Sam Bowie. That's but what about never- Ronsdorf admitting the fact like, hey, if we got the number one pick, we were probably going to Lajuan too. That lets you know, Conley, it was a consensus across the league. Well, no, no, was be the that, I don't, nobody has a problem with yeah, Elijah Yeah, no, We're talking no. about Sam and Mike. No, I get it. Yeah. But even if they go with Elijah you still missing you, somebody, you still missing out there you on can, Mike. You but couldn't the, have went wrong with Elijah though. No. no, you couldn't, but. Do you get you six know. titles? No. You don't get six. Then you got to wonder the question, did Jordan get the, did he get the credit and enough run he deserved coming out of North Carolina as should have been a potentially the number one pick than he well, did. Well, the thing about it in college basketball at that time, especially at a team like North Carolina, they never had anybody under Dean average over 20. Right. Like, it was, no, even if you, I mean, yeah, he said, oh, well, if you have a shot, take it, but it was still very structured, and you did what your coaches said. It wasn't like, oh, is this AAU star, just get out the way and let him do his thing. Mike would- if you've never played a game that's so much fun, it's impossible to put down, then you've never played Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the best match three style mobile puzzle game out there. It's basically an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. Most of the match three games on the market are just the same old format with different colors and maybe cookies instead of candies. But Best Fiends is different. You play through an actual storyline complete with adorable, collectible characters called Fiends. As you get further along in the game, you'll watch your fiends grow from wee baby versions of themselves into full-grown characters. The more you play, the more powerful and helpful your fiends become. So if you're tired of crushing the same old candy, give Best Fiends a try. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. 
schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-947A. McCarthyHomeServices.com Average 30 or 40. And I like how it's Mike said, how I, I like Mike said, after that, that's when I became Michael Jordan. Like everybody before then was just like, hey, Michael, this yeah. and that's when he came with the yeah, Jordan. Yeah, 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 for sure. But um, So yeah, Portland now has missed out on Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant. How mm. different, how different is their history? How different is their history if they if they take those two guys? And that was funny in that bull and that Celtics where they're talking about the six how Bill Walton got was getting pissed. <laughs> like they said that Bill was getting bad. Danny was saying Bill's getting bad because he got a switch and was end up falling out because of trouble. But uh no, definitely a different time. And and what was the other deal? Oh, another thing too to learn. It, uh, look at those look at those ticket sales and attendance for Chicago before he showed up. An MLS indoor soccer team. Yeah, was basically <laughs> outsold a more expensive ticket than the Bulls at the time, and the Bears was running it. Uh, it's Brock, like oh, I couldn't afford those tickets for my day. I was pretty broke, even the cheaper ones. Yeah, yeah, Brock, but you can afford them now, and I'm gonna hit over the every speech and fees you get. Uh, yeah, you know they had to have him in the documentary. They wasn't gonna have. They weren't gonna do the documentary. Jordan sat on this footage for over. We that's 15 the next topic I want to talk about years, because Ramona huh? Shelbourne and the Ramona Shelbourne reported. That right after LeBron came back from down 1-3 to beat Golden State, that's when Mike called them and said, let's just get this done. So I want your thoughts on that. Yeah, 736-976. Yeah. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Sports Cry 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Uh, Smoothie King at the Rim, they're uh, introducing their new immune builder veggie superfood uh, immune uh, system smoothie. Um, they're basically going to have one full serving of both fruits and veggies. And also keep in mind with the current situation we're in, it's very important to keep your immune system up. Okay. Also, you can enjoy their fat burner boost uh, smoothie boosters as well, too. If you're still in the uh, mode of shedding some of those pounds for this summer, that is Smoothie King at the Rim, official sponsor of the sports crime. Um, okay. So. Um, you want to get my thoughts on what we were going to ask me about? Yeah, there was a report over the weekend that Ramona oh. Shelbourne said that, you know, right after the uh, this footage been on hold for what almost twenty over 20 years, and after LeBron comes back down from 1-3 to Golden State, Michael calls him up says, hey, you know what, let's start putting this thing together to put it out. Um, you think it's like direct – effect of what LeBron was doing and he felt the he, he heard the footsteps. I think it's a direct what, effect. What I think it's a direct effect of how hot button this topic of discussion has become in the last 5 or 6 years. And I with him I think the facts are there with him sh- sitting on this footage 
for one, it still just amazed me. Like, wow, you know you're on something special when you allow a uh, guy to have full access, camera access for an 82-game season like that, to think of that, that, hey, this is history that's going to be able to be anticipated and told, you know, 20-some years later. But I think— It's crazy it, that it's Mike sad. had the final say. Like, like they didn't just cover him. It wasn't like they covered him. They covered the Bulls. But yet Mike had the rights over the footage. Because I heard the NBA has wanted to come out and do something like this with that. But they knew the access, whatever, he had to get his blessing, and he finally did it. So I think to answer your question, and this is something that Bill Simmons touched on a little bit last week when he was doing an interview, I do think without a doubt it has to do basically because it's competitive. That never leaves you. I mean, Mike is still a competitive person. Um, you know, I think, you know, and, and the one thing I give credit to the uh, – to, to the late Kobe Bryant is Kobe always spoke in not participating in this stuff. You know, in regards to, well, that team, could your 0-1 Lakers team, could they beat this? Because Kobe always said, like, look, man, I have no control of that. You can't control the outcome. And somebody arguing in a barbershop, arguing that this is nothing control of it. But I think Mike's competitiveness in him, and due to the fact that this has become a topic of discussion in the barbershops, in social media, and everything, in the media, for the last, on talk shows, uh, Undisputed, all these talking heads, for the last six years, yes, I think there has something to do with just like let me remind because we 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 might take it for granted, Rudy, whatever. But our age group and although we lived it, we saw it. But there's a lot of younger generations from the from the the twenties to whatever that they, they like they have the no shoes. idea. They only know the shoes. They yeah, have no they idea. Know. Well, and now it, it just goes to show me how like how deep. Well, let me say how far LeBron's reach goes and how many people know him and how many people love him and reach out to him with certain information. Because remember on the Barbershop Talk show, Mm -hmm. he said, I feel like I became the GOAT after. He said, I think I became the greatest of all time after that series. That tells me now that now that oh, hearing this rumor, okay. now that I'm connecting the dots, now that I'm hearing that, I'm like, okay, somebody told him that Mike has reached okay. out and wanted to get this footage out mm. all of a sudden. Because, like, he was like, because, I mean, like, uh, nobody really thought that that team, I don't give a damn if they were 73-9. and nine. Like, nobody thought that was the best team of all time. That was LeBron's thing. Like, oh, well, everybody's saying they're the best team of all time. Nobody's saying that. I agree with nobody's that. Nobody's saying that. Nobody thought, especially without KD. Like, this is the team without KD. Nobody was saying that team was the greatest team I of all time. That. They broke a record. They broke a record of a one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest, but nobody in their right mind thought that team was the best team of all time, so that makes you the GOAT. No, you felt like you were the GOAT because somebody in that ESPN office let you know that, hey, Mike's reached out and he's wanted to put this footage out, and he called us the day, he called us the day of your parade. What do you say to the LeBron supporters that are highlighting with their yellow markers today and highlighting in big like the quote very early on in the documentary where Jordan's sitting there and saying, hey, right before they get to Scott, he goes, you know, everybody talks about me in these championships and Mike, but when you mention Michael Jordan, you got to mention Scottie Pippen yeah. in general. I, I will tell them I will, I'll highlight Kyrie Irving. I will highlight Ray Allen. I mean, the, the Thunder one, I mean, they beat the Thunder down. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, last time I checked, you know, Kyrie Irving hit the biggest shot in that series. And then last time I checked, Ray Allen hit the biggest shot in uh, 2013. So nobody wins without help. Well, I think definitely. Because if you look back at the two they won with Miami, Dwayne Wade averaged over 20. I've looked it up because I've argued with LeBron fans for years. I'm done arguing with them. 
But just look up 2012 final stats. Look up 2013 final stats. Both Dwayne Wade averaged over 20, and I want to say Bosch was right under 20. Mm. So uh, nobody wins without help. I agree with that. I agree. Nobody. So but I, I think, think definitely Scotty, Scotty over the last decade or so, I mean, he's gone through a public divorce. He's done all that. He's kind of been like looked at as whether he's made controversial comments saying, hey, LeBron's better than Mike, whatever. I think this is the documentary. And even you saw the first two episodes, I think he's definitely going to be looked at in a different light going forward because of this. Because this is so many eyes are on this. Uh, the sports world has uh, stopped. We've been waiting now for the last few weeks when they announced that they were going to move this up. And I think those first couple episodes and what's how the team reacted when he came back and all that, I think Scotty's going to be looked at in a different way because you had the man himself say that was my best teammate of all time, my favorite teammate yeah, of all no, time. I mean, Scotty meant everything. Scotty would defend the best player. He rebounded. He scored. No, Scotty held it down. He was they, they call him the best number two player of all time. I mean, he was on the NBA's original top fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he got good after the fact. Scotty's been the man, and Scotty. Should have taken that Portland team to the finals if they had not choked against the Lakers in 2000. So I mean, he got farther. He got farther along than Mike did without him. So no, Scotty's the man. But nobody, nobody wins without help. And I figured like Mike's gonna get buried in that casket with that hoop earring on. I know. I don't know why he stays like, in the hoop. Mike, it's like it's his like signature. A, I mean, damn. It's like his signature. You know. Nah, Just, man. I mean, dunk kind of with the two little short gold chains on there. Bron never t- participated in the dunk contest. I don't hold that one against Bron. I don't but care But everybody that. did it, though. Kobe did it. But he's the most scrutinized athlete in NBA history, so there would be nothing he could do that was going to please people. Like, I understand why Bron sits out certain things because he gets, he gets it from all angles. Like, the, let's, let's be clear. Like, yeah, I give Bron fans a hard time, but – Nobody goes. Nobody's gone through what he's gone through and still been successful. Yeah, and he's I been t- through a lot. And I know we talked a little bit off break about it on Friday with Sam comment on you. You have to look at yeah. There's not an entry into the starting lineup in basketball that's been like that sh- that that open introductory to players oh, and, and, no. and and a playoff atmosphere and arena as that introduction when that Man, music comes when on. That music comes on. You to, get goosebumps to to that. You get goosebumps. What time is it? Game time. Legendary. There's so much like the shoes, like which playoff shoes is he going to wear? It's crazy. But, I mean, another thing is, you know, comparing errors, like look at, you know, throughout the runs, like Kerr has hit big shots that Mike passed. Mike passed the ball to him. Paxson, Mike passed the ball to him. Those are some of the things that we like, why is such and such, why is Bron, why is this guy passing the ball? He's the best player in the team. Why is he passing the ball? But when you look back at that old footage, Mike passed the ball in some of those clutch situations as well. Hmm, yeah, yeah. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Um definitely would be I can't wait to see what the what the number what the rating numbers on this. Oh well it's gonna be uh, through the roof because we ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. And, and people and are the, tired of Netflix and Hulu and Fire Stick. Like it's like only so much you can watch. Everybody was tuning in. It was like it felt like Super Bowl Sunday. And think about the like time now in the media. Night. Think about the time in the media now. If if a player, if it would have come out that a player is in rehab and it comes out he went to his older school and he ended up playing, getting up to 505, 404, when Krause and the Bulls know they had yeah. no idea Mike was playing basketball oh better at Carolina. And he That's did what it. I'm saying. It. It's totally different. Like Babe Ruth had it easy. Then, you know, it, it gradually got more, the media got more and more nosy. 
But, yeah, there were some things that Mike did, like, you know, being out till 4 or 5 in the morning, like with, with camera phones, if, you know, if anybody, Steph, name the player. You catch them coming in their hotel at 5 in the morning the day before a game, smoking three. You see them smoking three, four cigars, playing 36 holes of golf. They're getting killed, especially if they lose a game. Because, you know, Mike, they it's not like – I mean, I don't think he swept anybody. No, they never swept anybody in the finals. So especially to lose a game and you're out play at the at the casino till four or five in the morning, these players nowadays get killed for that. I got a Bernard uh, checking in with me Facebook. He said Rodman led the league in rebounding when he was with the Spurs. Perhaps if Popovich would have had a little bit more Zen master, we could have kept him and won a championship with Rodman. Um, he was Rodman Pop- the, at the at that point at this that point in the Spurs um, history. There wasn't enough alpha dogs around to control Rodman, so I don't think they ain't got nothing. To, they ain't got nothing to do with Pop Bernard. Nice try. When, when you're with the Chicago Bulls and you have Phil Jackson and you have Michael Jordan and you have Scottie Pippen, that's three different chains of command you got to go through. Like it's totally different. Like Robinson's not that type of guy that's gonna get in your mm-hmm. face, tell you get, get make sure your ass is at practice on time and stuff like that. So no, don't, don't put that on Pop. It's just. You know, the Bulls had more alpha dogs than guys with skins on the wall. And those guys had skins on the wall in Chicago. There were no skins on the wall when he was here. Well, there was nobody here for Rodman to respect, and they knew they couldn't control him. He had never seen him laying down with a no newspaper and his socks and his socks on at the Bulls game. He didn't respect anybody down here. Hmm. Nice try. And hmm. Pop didn't have, I mean, Pop didn't have no skins on the wall. I don't even know yeah, Pop was coaching. That, Wasn't that Bob Hill? That was Bob Hill. Like, oh. what are you talking about? Nice try, though, Bernard. Hmm. Nice try. It's a reach, but, but nice we'll try. S- we'll, we'll see how the next episodes uh, play out, especially the one coming up here uh, with Rodman and see how it gets with that. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime broadcast here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. All right, so before we move on, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Eric. Eric, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Eric? Hey, fellas, what's going on? What up, man? I'm dead in this confinement. But anyway, you were talking about the player that got the most scrutiny. Uh, LeBron gets the scrutiny because when you start calling yourself King James, you're the number one draft pick, and with the way the media works today, you're going to get that scrutiny. But I like to think that one of the more scrutinized players was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because of his college record, number one draft pick, and also because he was quiet and humble. So he drew his fair share of scrutiny as well. Uh, I still think, in my humble opinion, that that is the GOAT. I play Jordan, Kareem, Magic, Bill Russell, they're on the, the Mount Rushmore. I'll stand by and listen for you to comments, guys. Be safe. Oh, Rudy, the golf course is open tomorrow. Um, appreciate it, Eric. They're going to be right. open without me. <laughs> All right, Eric. Appreciate it, though. Yeah, no, I saw that. I think they're the San Antonio ones there. You can walk. You can walk them. They're open. You can walk them. I, I'm waiting. Mm. What are you thinking about this Mount Rushmore? What do you think? 
Mount Rushmore, but I would just say, I mean, he's. I've heard. I remember Eric calling the show before, saying Kareem is his goal. Yeah, again, I think. But, I think, like when you when you really look at it, like, like all around the board, since we put in, you know, LeBron building schools, and we put all that into it, like Kareem went eighty eight and two in college, six MVPs, six rings, like. I can make a, I can make a better case for Kareem being the goat. Over, I can make a great case for Kareem being the goat over both Mike and LeBron. Like Kareem has a legit case as the goat, like a legit can we just case. Keep it separate though from NBA and the college. Still, uh, could probably make a case for Kareem. He has the most points. He has six rings. Kareem always gets left out. As Bill Russell gets left out too. I mean, my man Ken North I think, retired from my heart. He'll tell uh, you that his, you know, one of his is definitely Bill Russell. Uh, they just put up a stat line the other day. One of them to game seven in the finals. Bill Russell had like 40 rebounds. Damn, Ken finally retired from out of there, Ken been yeah. retired oh, for a few man. months from up here, yeah. Know, Mr. North. But look, yeah. man, when you say that, I'm going to say James Worthy, Magic Johnson. What about James him? Worthy. Oh, uh, on that team? Magic Johnson. Byron Scott, cool. Virgin himself, AC Green, Michael Cooper, and and trust me, I'm not the right because I I couldn't stand Kareem when he was playing. That's what that, they, <laughs> That's he's part of the up. reason me hating the Lakers, I, that organization. But I, I mean, yes, I, I don't know. I mean, there's no guarantee really that LeBron's going to break uh, his scoring record. But he I think try. when you really look at it, man, I mean, low management came up last night. In the MJ versus the MJ stands versus LeBron stands, like you know, they're like, look at Mike. Mike didn't do no low man. Mike was trying to figure out any way possible. His team was an AC. He's trying to figure out a way to get back out there, coming off a broken. But foot. see, in the LeBron's defense on that one, this is the technology that we're with the medicine, the sports medicine that all these guys were on. If they were there around Mike, who knows? Even though Mike, I, I that's the, an era thing to me, in my opinion, two different eras. But to me, um, when you talk, I mean, Mike. Bill Cartwright, okay, <laughs> okay, Luke Longley, <laughs> Will Purdue, all right, yeah. uh, B.J. Armstrong, which I like B.J. when I like he's playing. Uh, I don't Hodges. Oh, Craig. He can shoot, though. Yeah, he could. I, but you just look at Mike's supporting cast. I mean, it. It. it I mean, I, I think Scotty – like if you ask Tom, if they say, "Well, who's Tom Brady's uh, top players? He's played with his best wide receiver." It's gonna come Randy, and it's not well, really that close Tom, after the. Yeah, Tom came with Bill and those defenses. But if you that look at Mike, I think it stops with it, if one of the greatest coaches, not great. It's Scotty. It's and really Scotty, it. Phil, and Dennis. That's the most loaded but, in the uh, clip he yeah. had. I mean, and, but and, Dennis, I, you got to keep in mind at that time, Dennis is a un, like Dennis is giving you nothing offensively. No, but he was a beast on them boards. No, he was defensively. a beast on the boards and defensive. But I'm saying, like, you got you. I you see what you said on the had, offense. You didn't have that option to go to and him. You know to, that, to and it forgets. That I always forget that that Carolina that shot that was in Georgetown. So I'm like, damn, Patrick Ewing. Not only did he torment you <laughs> in college and stopped you from another yeah, national title, he got you in the too. NBA. Wow. I didn't even think about he that. He put either. a lot of guy. He 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 stopped a lot of dudes in that. But Whereas we'll everybody's one on LeBron's watch. You can even tell how Everybody. you can even tell how uncomfortable Kraus looked on that team bus. Like even at that yeah. one with like man, Kraus is there and they're just walking past him, like it references nothing. They hated him. 
They hated him. But maybe he was on to something because they haven't they haven't went back. See, you asked that in the docket. Yeah, like, I said, he... like, watch. Maybe he was right. They should have started it over because I think a lot of people were spooked by what happened to the Celtics. See, that's what I was going to say. I like, think Krause I think Krause was, was spooked to... by the Celtics. And now look, I mean, Derrick Rose got them to the Eastern Conference Finals, but LeBron shut that down. But they ain't been back to the finals since 1998. It's been 23 years since they've been to the finals, man. You can't, you can't talk, you can't tell Phil Jackson if you go 82 and 0, you still ain't coming. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get together, and she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates. Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? <sighs> no, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshall's? Yep, Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com back that's personal i i don't think they were to that point where they Ouch. couldn't have defend they they couldn't have maybe squeezed another one out of it i think he definitely probably would have maybe got to seven got a seven i don't know about eight but i think definitely uh definitely they win in 99 they become probably the first to go four oh my I gosh think. that conversation went on in my what, the, uh, in my mentions all weekend with Spurs fans, you know, Chris Duell sick the Spurs nation on me, and they they didn't leave me alone. They're not beating that Bulls team just off of experience in the finals. I mean, a shortened season. Now, an eighty-two game season, maybe the fatigue of going to four straight but finals. A, but, that, if, but time but out, shortened, if it's eighty-two, then you don't get the ninja with Sean. Because the only reason why Ninja point. made it through the season with his kidney situation was because of. Uh, they're not because of the shortened season. They're they're not. I don't think the Spurs win that nine nine. They they maybe their first one comes in 03 at that. I think hypothetically we'll never know, but I don't think they would have played. And I guarantee you, you could go back. I mean, I'm pretty sure some guys in the desert in the Vegas they go out and put a odds on that one, a line on that series if hypothetically because they do some stuff like that. Spurs would have been big underdogs in that one. I, I I mean big underdogs in that one seven three six nine seven sixty okay so uh, the draft is coming up this Thursday uh, a lot of rumors circulating out there um, you know Joe Burrow uh, I guess he seeked out Peyton Manning and asking him for advice on his rookie really? season what it was going to be well, like what Peyton said I, you could break my interception record Peyton just said it's going to expect to be tough or it could be tough but I'm thinking like Peyton it's different from your rookie some of these guys are coming out ready prepared but a lot of people giving Burrow like oh that shows you his his moxie what kind of character the fact he'd reach out to Peyton like this Joe Burrow <laughs> I'm going to remind people man I like Joe but I, I saw uh, Joe hey. I saw Joe's junior year in hey. LSU too when I and when I, I came in here and had my eyebrows raised Raised on Burrow, Salami wasn't very appreciative of me being um, having my eyebrows raised as a guy who completed sixty or seventy percentage of his passes. Because uh, I'm like, okay, I like Burrow, I don't love him, I don't love him, and 
I mean, Zalami went on and on about Baker Mayfield's completion percentage as well, and it's still not working out to Baker's to, to Baker's you know liking. So I'm not super high on Burrow, but we'll see. I, I, to me, I, to me, I think he had three really really talented wide receivers that were always open. Now, but the but but Joe's Joe is the truth. I just don't I just don't know if he's worthy of some of the hype he gets. The Detroit Lions keep talking about this whole open for business with third. So if you look at that situation and you look at also um, the the 49ers uh, are supposedly willing to trade their 13th pick, which they acquired uh, from the Colts in the trade that they had during free agency. And then possibly, I think, what is it, their, their 20th pick they got, the 23rd? If they package that up, plus Detroit makes a move, you would look at a first round that would be have a lot of fireworks in them. I think it's going to be unorthodox because of the setting. Um, the receiver, what's really heating up, um, is really the 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 separation between Rugs, Judy, and Lamb. Okay, Rugs, and I, and Rugs, I, and, Bam, and, that's and, from Bama, right? Yeah. And I think there's some guys on that, like you just spoke of. I think some guys from the LS, LSU. But you think Judy's the super- best, though, right? Man, the closer we're getting to this, I, I, the route running, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I think in reference to a Tyreek Hill type right. of effect, but better right runner and maybe better hands. Tyreek Hill, wow. That's kind of rugs in this. I, I like it's. I don't know. I mean, I think for it just depends on the team. Like you know that like supposedly you know Denver may be oh looking at the move. I'm just telling you, CBS reported. <laughs> and it's not me. It's not me reporting that they looking to move and trade up in the top ten for Judy. And I'm thinking if they do that, I'm kind of torn. Like which one would I like, Judy or Rugs? You better might, take Judy. You got to take Judy. Rugs is speed, no, man. No, man. You take Judy. I like every Judy. Day. I like Judy. You but take Judy. Michael Thomas ran like a 4 5. Speed kills, yes, but I'm, I'll take the route running see, all day. Got What's up, cool. Sam? Well, Darius Hayward Bay ran, what, a 4 2 yeah, 9? Yeah, uh, dog, Man, not, Rugs is better than both no, of them I, guys, I'm man. Just Rugs, no. You, you take Judy. No. It's not even a debate. Rugs would tell you you take. But Judy. if you got a Cordon Sutton already there, that is a route guy. That's a big guy that's got hand. Do you need somebody that can blow the top off the ball like like uh, like Rugs? I mean, you can't probably go wrong with anyone. But I do think some of those LSU receivers are getting lost in the shuffle uh, a little yeah, bit. Sure. That might be down that way. Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow. Official sponsor of the sports grind. Speaking of the NFL dra- uh, trade and um, or draft, excuse me, another interesting story um, CBS Sports had in regards to the Patriots and one of the all pro offensive uh, pro linemen that they franchise tag, uh-huh. uh, Joe 
think it's Thiene's last thing, but it's all pro offensive tackle. They franchise tagged him. Well, there's reports now saying that they can't come. They're far apart of the deal and that Bill Belichick might be looking to move him on draft day. It's like Bill is, I mean, this is one of the top linemen. Well, I would say he's a top 10 lineman in the game, yeah. and those are hard to find. Um, I don't know how deep the lineman draft is this, but due to the fact is that he's. Is young man threatening to sit out? I don't know, but they're far apart on contract mm-hmm. talks, and it's just status quo par for the course. If you're that far apart, Bill's looking to go ahead and just get you out of town. So nothing's, nothing's too much changed. And for and you know uh, when it comes to that, uh, but this draft, it's it's you know we'll get more into it on Thursday. Um, and, you know the quarterback uh, Salami's got love is heating up. Um, you know as we get close, is a guy that might you know I've seen him connected possibly to you know a Colts if the Colts decide to move back in the first round or move down. Ballard said he won't force it. Uh, you got to think that the Chargers. Or go what you know? What are they gonna do? Um, some people have them tied to Tua. Some of them have them tied to Hibbert. Because uh, I think the question is gonna be is like who's going to be the second quarterback taken after Joe Burrow? And um, it and it's talks right now. Either it is uh, Justin Hibbert out of Oregon, or it might be Tua. But then I think Love is uh, heating up. That could be that guy yeah, that probably be, needs some work. Love will be after all three of those. Love is uh, earliest as far as QBs go. Love will be the fourth. He's not going to go before Hibbert or Tua, and definitely not before Burrow because Burrow's going first. So if I'm looking at Love, Love is not. Love won't. Love at at the earliest will be the fourth quarterback. Okay, we'll see if that stays. We'll see if that stays. Uh, stays packed. Yeah. Um, also, other baseball note. I don't know if they paid. Um, Hey man, Derek Jeter. What do he do? He's, he's taking. Uh, he's not taking any money, right? Giving his five million dollars salary up until indefinitely. Yeah, he just Good sold. Gesture. He just sold his uh, thirty thousand square foot home to Tom Brady. He got a little bit of money in the bank. Man, that's still a gesture. Five million is five million. Your look, your league is basically not coming up with a plan because guys <laughs> don't want to take a pay cut. Guys for are no already concession. taking a pay cut, twenty five percent. Did they agree upon that? Yes. Don't oh, come for man. don't come for the NBA, man. The NBA is the is the most philanthropic of all major sports. Good gesture by Derek Jeter, by the way. No, it is. Good it gesture is. by him. Not too many people in his position do that. I think he'll have the Marlins competitive here. They've already <laughs> oh been competitive. God. I think they'll have them in contentions here over the next few years. Uh, per se, uh, what else to touch on? Speaking of Jordan, the whole thing. Did you what see? Happened? Did you see his spike in sales and memorabilia? I, did, I saw his game-worn 92 Olympics jersey sold for 216000 That was last night. Last night, the game-worn, and again, that's when they are playing Angola. But, yeah, that's the greatest dream team of I want to know who's yeah. out there or how many of them exist what? of the Jordan card that has the jersey, the one game he wore ch- number it was 12. Orlando. I used to have that card. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I what you do? Car. Put it on the spokes of the I bike? Know. I don't know what I did with it. What the hell? Do you I know remember, how much was that card probably worth? I was. I don't remember. That's when we were buying cards a lot, and I had went to Jeff's house, and I opened it. and He was at the free throw line with that, with that yeah. on, and I was like, "Oh, this is jank. That ain't even his real number." Yeah, I had that card. God. I had that card. I leave, man. I had that like, card. What, I'll never forget I had hell? that card. Yeah, I've been sick about that for about 20 years. Because I think it was only so many that made before yeah, then because it wasn't supposed card, to release. Man. 
And that was the Someone one. Someone stole it, right? He had the jersey stolen. Was that it, Sam? Do you yeah, it was, was stolen. It, stolen. it was stolen. I remember I had I was like, man, they don't want this crap. He's not even wearing his real number. Kid. Yeah, the things you kick yourself in the ass for over the time. But no, um, yeah, that but his memorabilia uh spike kind of went up um in regards to that. Uh what else was that? Saw a lot of memes of uh uh Krauss in the uh the fat guy in the, the cartoon, cool, the cartoon in the dead. Space Jam. They like, oh, that now we know who dead. that is. <laughs> that man is dead. People are wrong, man. You talk Could've about gave... everybody was worried about Mike's uh, popularity dropping, and it's on. It seemed like it went up. Now again, we still got other episodes to get to when he's you know berating. I mean, what did he tell? What did he tell Tony Cooker's Tony? I'll you know, I'll talk to you all practice or whatever. <laughs> I was like, man. Yeah, and then they got the Scotty Burrell at the end of the episode. He's like, Scotty, can I get a hug? Mike, no, man, you can't get no hug from me. Get away from me. Mike was a butthole. Definitely Mike was a butthole. For sure. You're calling him the the traveling coke thing. You have a problem with him mentioning all that. Sad. Who snitches on their old teammates? You see his mom had to come stay with him that first year. Most of the time she was hanging around. They didn't have nothing to do. But Kobe was the same way. He wasn't hanging out. No, he wouldn't hang out. With, he was like, I don't want to go to the club. I want to go strip club. I want to get better. He was the same way. He was the exact same way. But then after Colorado, he became a lot cooler with everybody. And see, you know, earlier today, riding in, I heard heard talk about, you know, well, Jordan, you know, TV back then. You didn't really like you got to see him play somewhere. Right. Well, I don't know where you live because if you had the WGN network, <laughs> you you got the Bulls. I mean, you, in this market, you got to see the Bulls a lot. And you also got to see, of course, the Cubs at that time. But the WGN, you got to see the Bulls a lot. I, yeah. I remember that time the Bulls were always playing on, on that network that they were uh, yeah. that they were playing on. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, man, the rebuilding. I don't understand rebuilding why he went. He's like, Cubs been rebuilding for 42 years. That was hilarious. That's a cheap shot. That, that was been a White Sox fan. That, that was hilarious. Cheap shot. But Kraus, the old crumb Kraus, they used to rush the column. He's like, hey, man, but no. Um, I've seen Cowboy fan coming out the woodworks. When are we getting ours? Our 90s. We need our 90s. We need our 90s 30 for 30, which I do want to see that. But can we just can we just keep it about Mike right now? Cowboy fans even, are really asking for that. I seen it out. The people. I had two tweets about it today. What are we getting uh, Why ours? do we need Jerry's been a, a, a non filter. He didn't put the whole business. <laughs> we already know what went on. There was nothing that they kept at the vest on that. I mean, damn. Tell Dallas fans just to get Dak his contract, man. <laughs> just get this contract. So don't worry about no thirty I for got thirty. Two now. tweets today, like oh, ninety two to ninety five. We need our thirty for thirty. Like I mean, y'all need something. Cause ain't nothing going on presently, so why when nothing going on presently? Let's reminisce. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Is this thing on? Word. <laughs> so what? We get drunk. So what? We don't sleep. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We go out, that's how it's supposed to be, living young and wild. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget to take advantage of the residential roll-off spring cleaning promotion. You got any junk 
any type of old used items in, in your in your um, garage, backyard, anything, give them a call. The promotion will be valid through May 16th. Uh, the number is 210-333-4287. And don't forget to tell them the Sports Grind sent you. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, nothing really too much of the COVID uh, update besides we're on our first official day of mass mandatory. Of what? Mandatory oh, yeah, mask in public. Yours. Mine's right here, the Denver one. I know they passed out some right when we got oh, to yeah, the front I had office. This one from home, yeah. but then I got one from the security at the door. Still see a lot of people not participating again. I guess it's one of those deals that, you know, like again, we've got the radicals out protesting in um in the nation's capital across. Saying, what there. state was that saying where the nurses were standing in front of the cars? They were standing in front of the cars, not letting them get to the protest. Was that Denver? Colorado, yeah. Yeah, the nurses out there stood in front of cars like, nah, man. Like, I don't know. Like I say, all those people, they get sick. They they should have to fend for themselves. <laughs> like, there's a lot of us that wants to get back to work. I mean, come on, man. I just feel that, you know, it, it's the extreme It's the extreme people. I mean, it's one extreme, of those. right. Right. That, that basically they get tired up in this whole, well, the government's holding me down. It can't tell me. And I need a haircut. I need a haircut. It ain't serious, but a lot of ass is still out there with a mask on. I'm like just, I mean, I'm just wondering why they're not getting labeled thugs. That's a good point. Cause That's I know, cause I know when we protest, or either that or follow we, the when rules. We, when we protest, we we automatically thugs. It's just bad. I mean, and we, it's ain't, a situation. we ain't we ain't out front with no ARs either. True, true. Um, nothing. What else we want to touch on? On um, I think they opened the parks back up too. Yes, the parks. What you just have to? The, you, they just separated all the tables, or what, Sam? That's why how we can go to the park now. They just move the tables farther apart from each other or what? Yeah, I mean, I think it's as long as you're still doing the social distancing, I think you're from what I from what I read of the 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 corona the corona germs can go 3000 feet <laughs> to the next table like I mean, what are you supposed to do? It's going to be different. I know this is coming in phases. And they're supposed I remember to be we used to make fun of people that wore masks all the time. Like, because there's some people that have been wearing masks for years. Yeah, we, we used to poke fun at MJ, Michael Jordan. I'm not Jordan Jackson, the other MJ. Oh, yeah, Michael Jackson. We thought he was a, a, a weirdo. And he used to travel all the other broad He would wear gloves and masks all the time. Well, you know, he's laughing now at us because we're going to be in these for a while uh, here to come. And also, speaking of the protest, what is the, the fire Fuji sign? Why? What has he done but tell you the truth about well, what's going big, on? When the big dog says, when the big dog retweets it, it becomes the Bible. That's what happened. Like, people, like, this dude has a different type of following. Like, we all support our, our whoever you vote for, but right. this cat has a different type of following. I don't care what he says, how he says it. You know it's a lie. Once once, once Trump retweeted fire, it was on. It was on. Terrible. Irresponsible. Anything new, Netflix? You watch anything? I'm only in the second episode I'm watching of Outer, Life. I'm watching Outer Banks. Like a thing. yeah, it's a. I like have again. you watched? Have you watched the? Uh, have you spent any time on the evolution of hip hop on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Have you watched that? You need to watch that. I, I thought that one. was one of those like yeah whatever, but yeah, the first that's episode, how I took it, like, ah, go ahead and watch it. It, it, okay. it touches on. I like the way they 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 go from the no. It's not trying to really focus on take you back to the seventies and New York hip hop. It's more of like the whole that nineties to two thousand, and they give the. Uh, they give the New Orleans. It tells you the masterpiece comes. It tells you the whole mixtape situation. How them dudes yeah. 
uh, DJ Drama had the cuffs put on his ass and all that kind of wow. stuff that changed. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't, if I've, have y'all seen that footage of all the rats on Bourbon Street? That just goes to show where the, all the rats on Bourbon Street because the that. streets are empty. There's no food in the restaurants, so that just lets you know they were they're coming outside from the restaurants. They but that lets you know they've been in the restaurants when they take into the streets because ain't no food. So there's left. footage now in New York showing that no, not, not the, New York, New Orleans, Bourbon New Street. Orleans. They're, I'm talking about. I ain't talking about no two, three rats. <laughs> I'm talking about like I'm talking about like a, a militia. <laughs> It's chilling in the street, dog. I'm like, so where did y'all come from? Are y'all coming from the restaurants? They got to be coming from the restaurants, right? Because they ain't no food in there. Everybody got rid of all their food, so it's weird sight, man. No, I just know in the restaurants that got caught with their hand in the cookie jar trying to get over in the government about these big stimulus packages oh, and I people saw one of them. and 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 talking about twenty million and ten, 10 and million. then all, all I won't say their name on t- uh, on air, but yeah. I saw one that just got here, a burger spot. They got they caught with their hand in the cookie jar for ten million. They it's like, like oh wait, back. oh that one for us? My bad. Let me send it back. No, it was for it was for them. It was just the we fact just that the bad really PR and everything else has got out didn't look good. It was for them. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. All right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks for producing the show. Rudy J, yes, myself, sir. Calvin, Sandspin, the one and twos. San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the snooze button, before you rock the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace, y'all, Thursday. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com.